welcome. This is the How to Love Being Married podcast with Paul and Shelly Seeger. Hope you're all doing well. And uh, we finally came up with a topic for this week. We had to kind of pinch our kids a little bit and they came up and helped us with some things that they've thought about. So that's always helpful to uh, ask the children what they think. That's that's one of the reasons we had children so that they could help us. And uh, if you have have uh, kids, you know, having them mow your lawn is is a really good thing. Anyway, we're talking about compromise and understanding each other better. And what an important topic this one is. Uh, we have that, whether it's at work or whether we're with any relationship, it's compromising and being able to understand one another. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, we were talking to our daughter and son-in-law about that, and they said that that's been a, a big thing that they have learned is to to compromise and learn how to make each other both happy. We thought, yeah, oh, that's, that's really a good true. one. Making each other happy. And making each other happy isn't making you happy. That's not what life is about. Making you happy is not what it's about. It's making each other happy and having a happy and great marriage and by compromising that's one of the ways we make our marriage great Mm -hmm. so over the years my wife and I uh she knows I'm a I'm a burger guy I love burgers and yes uh, you do and so that's uh, usually what I choose when we when we compromise about where we should eat um my wife isn't much of a burger gal but she she likes them okay I just don't like them every week yeah, I like and them every week. I could handle it every week. But uh, anyway, so we come up with some, uh, where do we want to eat that? Uh, well, we, we like can... to go out once a week. That's kind of our On thing. occasion, we might go more than once a week, but we always at least go once a week Yeah. for lunch on Fridays. So what we do is we trade off. It's our week one week to, to choose, and the next week it's my week to choose. And uh, sometimes we'll say, well, let's drive through the drive through you grab your uh, your Mexican food, and I'll grab my burger. Sometimes we'll do that. Well, especially with COVID-19, since we yeah, don't, we aren't, really we aren't dining in, in just a yet. Lot. I know there there's uh, some that you can do that a little bit, but um, it's, and by the way, the jingle bell in the background, it isn't Santa Claus, it's our little doggy, so we're going to have him go out. So another thing that comes up often is maybe TV shows or movies. I like different movies than she does. She loves the chick flicks, and I'm not as much of a fan, but sometimes I like them. They're not bad. There are some good ones. So we have to compromise and uh, come up with things, and I'll choose a movie here and there, and she'll choose a movie here and there. So you have to learn to compromise. Yeah. Luckily, I think we like a lot of the same things. Like you don't watch sports and I don't watch sports. So that works well for that us. That works well. Some people, it, like our our sons, they love sports, two of our boys. And luckily their their wives are really good sports and they'll watch sports with them. So and that's I think a compromise. some of them like the sports. So yeah, it works but I think that's well a good com- that's a compromise that they make. For us, uh there are definitely some TV shows that I really don't enjoy that you do enjoy. And after this podcast, I need to compromise and 
Are we going to watch shows. my shows tonight? You might have to watch The Prophet and what's that other? This oh, is a paid commercial. Uh, Shark Tank. Oh, I hate those shows, but he really likes them. We're... But, but you enjoy watching a movie, especially with COVID. It seems like you've really enjoyed watching movies, and so we've watched more movies. And you'll. I don't say, know what we... it is. I don't think we've watched. Too, we hardly ever. Uh, I don't watch know. It, uh, we fall asleep during a movie, so if it's more than ninety minutes, I'll look and it's like, oh, that's a two-hour movie. What do we do? And then some of those really long ones, we won't mention their names, but you may know what they are. They're like three hours long. It's like, oh, I don't think either of us like those. But. No, but we've never really been movie people. But you'll say to me, "Can we watch a movie tonight?" Yep. And so compromise. come over here and snuggle. Let's watch a movie. Yeah. So we, we compromise on those things and trying to, uh, it can't always be my way and she doesn't always, uh, make it her way. Even though I like to make her happy. Yeah. He's a boy pushover. I'm a sucker. So some other activities. Well, like shopping. Do you like to shop? And, and I know my parents, my mom loved to shop. My dad never really went anywhere with her. But I think it's better to compromise. And if if I want to go shopping for a little bit, you'll go shopping with me. You're a great sport Can to I ask shopping. you a question about shopping? Yeah. Why is it that girls take like three hours to pick something out? Now, I don't know what it is about a guy, but uh, we can pick it out in our minds before we even go in the store. And... If I have to try it on, I don't know. My wife will say, you need to try that on. And I'm like, eh, I don't really I think want to it's, shop. I think it's the experience. I do. I think that it's fun to shop and it's fun to look at stuff. Like you tell me, you already looked at that rack. But if I look again, I might just find something I didn't see before. But what about so the fourth or that. fifth time around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I, I grew up camping and I just loved camping and I wanted our family to camp so bad and Paul's family did not camp. Um, and so, and he hates camping. camping. He did not go camping with his scout troops. I'm probably more of a chick with uh, camping because I just dread it. it. I don't know. Something about mosquitoes and ants and bugs. Yeah. But did I tell you about the time I was camping in a, some kind of bug got in my ear. Ew. In the night I hear... Oh. It was in my ear. Oh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know. It could still be in there for all I know. Don't but, you love me more? <laughs> but we, growing up, our family had a tent trailer and it was so much fun. So that was just like a dream of mine to have a tent trailer. So we did and you compromised. We, did. we, and, we got a tent trailer. And our kids loved it. I loved it. You didn't love it, but you were a good sport. You did I was it. a pretty good sport. I I have to admit, sometimes I didn't really love it, but I was a pretty good sport all in all. Yeah, I think you were great. Um, we also were t- uh, thinking about vacations. Like, one person shouldn't always get to choose where you're going to go on vacation. You need to choose together, right? Yeah, because one of my wife's dreams is to go to Europe one day when we can, and we can actually go on vacations again. She'd like to go to Europe, and she's got a lot of ancestors in, in from England, England, and and that's her dream vacation. And to me, looking at Cemeteries? graves, um, I don't know some reason I 
don't get too excited about and that. I cannot but that is a dream of hers, so we're going to make it happen one of these days. We're going to go to Europe and and see all the cool things and eat a lot of chocolate and enjoy the, the Go scenes. see castles. See castles. There's there's where we can see eye-to-eye castles, but we're going to go see some graves while we're there. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyway, fun stuff. Anyway, so as you choose vacations, uh, compromise. You have to see what the other one likes and compromise. And she's the same with me. There's things that I would like to see and do. And so we compromise, don't we? Yeah, and I was just thinking about Caitlin and Cade, our daughter and her husband. They, I thought they really compromised. So Caitlin, they really wanted to go to California. And... Cade wanted to go deep sea fishing on the ocean and Cade really want or Caitlin really wanted to go to Disneyland, right? I, I believe that's and correct. And so, you know what? They made both happen. They compromised and they went deep sea fishing and Caitlin even had a fantastic time. Yeah, I think it's great. They learned some new things. I, I know a few of our kids have learned to fish. Because yeah. of their spouse. Yeah, Caitlin especially. And, they, and she uh, loves it. And she's good at it. And they've actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I think Caitlin's a better Oh, better and fisher. Austin's learned how to fish because of Brittany. Yeah. I don't know about that, Kate, but maybe maybe you're still the, the best. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, compromising on those things. Um, type, of, type of home you buy. What about that? Or apartment. Where is it going to be located? What city are you going to live in? Uh, what? Those are all decisions that you're going to have to make. And where are you going to live? Are you going to live by your in-laws? Or are you going to live by your parents? Or are you going to live by neither? Exactly. Are you going to live in the state where your parents live and your family? Or out of state or in another country? Those are all things that you have to think about and come up with compromises. Mm -hmm. When we were first married, we moved up north because we were going to school at Weber, and so we lived closer to your family, and we saw your family a lot more. But then, when you were finished with school, we moved down closer to my parents, and we have been down this way the rest of our married life. So I guess I didn't compromise for very long. But it worked out well. And yeah. I, I'll tell you, the, the guys, you, living where your wife wants you to live, You'll be a happy man. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. If you make your wife happy, truly, guys, if you make your wife happy, you'll be a happy man. Uh, it, it's really up to you. So what what about uh, cars? I mean, those are things that uh, are important. You have to, or bicycles. Maybe you're into bicycles. I, I don't know whatever your thing is, but uh, what kind of car are you going to buy? I know some of our car, our, our kids, uh, not our cars, but our kids would like, SUVs and trucks and some would like cars so as you determine what vehicles you're going to own and what works well for your family those are all compromises yeah and along with cars I would say I was talking to a friend of mine and she was just saying I don't make decisions on the spur of the moment anymore she said I've I've grown out of that and I think that when you're making big decisions like that, it is good to take time and think about it. Really think it through 
before you just make a decision on the fly because you might just regret it. Especially cars, because you buy that car, the guy says, hey, I'll talk to my manager and we will get you into this car tonight. They want to push you and get you into something right away. And you have that buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Next day you don't feel so good. So be good. careful. And never take your kids car shopping. It's horrible. You make really bad decisions oh, with your kids there. That's so true. Yeah. Because we've done it. That's a whole different podcast. But yeah. Don't take your kids to buy a car. Um, how many kids are you going to have? That's an important one. And that's one you probably should talk to before you even get married. Because some people don't want... I work, work with a guy that they don't want kids and... His wife doesn't want kids either, so I, it works out for them. But what about uh, um, if you do want kids, how many do you want? Do you want uh, one or a dozen? I mean, those are th- things you need to compromise on talk about because uh, you need to be on the same page. Yeah. Are you going to have animals? Are you going to have pets? And that was an interesting one with us because I was probably more of an animal person than you. For sure. And uh, we had a daughter that just loves Caitlin. dogs. Mm. And anyway, she'd, she'd come and get her little pretty eyes batting at me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll have to talk to your mom about that. And, and you need to. You need to talk to each other. Your kids can't make those decisions. And I think we've talked about that before. Compromising includes you and your spouse, not not your kids. You need to kind of uh, not be the favorite one because you'll do something for your child mm-hmm. so or gang up against one spouse yeah we were talking to somebody the other day about uh, mind reading and i think it's important not to be a mind reader because i i can't read your mind you can't read my mind we do a pretty good job of it sometimes but uh, we don't you, we don't we can't read each other's minds and think well we think this or that, and we're just going to um, assume what they're thinking. Or if you're, say, you know, cooking. Like if I'm cooking and I think, gosh, why doesn't Paul come and help me? Or maybe you think that about me. And I'm and mad what at we you. Should, I'm and, stewing about it in my mind. And instead, what we it. should do is say, hey, Paul, do you want to come and help me with this? Or you can say, hey, Shelly, will you come help me with this? Ask. It's amazing what talking. Yeah, it was, it was Caitlin that said that when they were first married, she would maybe be doing dishes and she would be thinking, <clears throat> why doesn't he come and help me? And he would even say, do you want some help? And she'd say, no, I'm good. And so he took that as, okay, she's good. So then he would go and do whatever he was doing. And then she would sit and simmer and think, why didn't he help me with the dishes? And and Kate said, well, I would just rather that she say what she means. What, what did they say? Say what you mean and mean what you say. Yep. And they've really learned to do that, and we're really proud of them. Yeah, and we're so proud of that they figured that out. It makes a big difference than just being mad at the person, assuming that they're going to do this, that, or the other. Because um, because we think they would, or they should. And you tell them, you don't ask them to come and help. But if you did, they would. And we've uh, one of our other podcasts is about uh, communicating 
But there is one thing, and I don't think we really brought that up, and it's about text, emails, and other forms of media that we use to communicate. And they're really not a good way to understand each other. And when you're compromising with one another, sending a text message and just... Have you ever written... uh, Well, I'll I'll give you an example. You uh, send a text message to me and say, Hey, would you please... Uh, empty the dishwasher and that's the way you say it and I read it as would you empty the dishwasher you know I, I take it that way when I receive the text mm-hmm. um, you, you can take what's what's sent to you my, my wife does something and I'm sure a lot of you do she doesn't type her text and I don't do I do a lot of this too but she'll read into her phone what she wants to say and if there's something going on that's kind of sensitive, it's interesting because she'll say it in a voice that's uh, really sweet. Like, hey, I just wanted to ask you about the thing today. And she kind of pitter-patters around in her, in her voice. But the person that's receiving the text message is going to just read the words. They're not going to have any fluctuation in their voice. Mm-hmm. about what how it's said. So it's important as we send texts and emails that we, uh, it's better just pick up the phone and talk. It really is, especially with your spouse. I don't think I've ever misunderstood a text from you, but I was talking to a gal and that I'm friends with, and she said that in her relationship, they do a lot of that and with texting, and it ends up, causing arguments it ends up causing problems because they read it but not the way that it was meant to be said like if they had said it out loud if they had said it in person it wouldn't have been taken out of context and so she was just saying how important that is that she thinks that you know especially in a relationship with your spouse just call them on the phone or you know, you, I don't know. We don't. We do send texts, but if you we do, if but it's, it's more like uh, we pick up some, some yeah. Milk. So I think if it's something controversial, like if you're having a problem with your spouse, don't send it over text. You say, I really don't like the way that you talked to me this morning. That that can be. Yeah, that's not taken appropriate. so many different ways. So that's really chicken. You need to just talk, talk in person. Call talk about your it. spouse or anybody else for that meet. It doesn't really matter if you're talking to somebody. It's kind of the chicken way out, like you say, mm-hmm. writing a note or an email or whatever it is. It's uh, kind of a chicken way, and we've, we've, we're all guilty of it at some point or another. Oh, yeah. When when you have a hot topic and you, it's like, well, I don't, I'm afraid I'm going to say it incorrectly, and I'm going to send an email instead because I'm a chicken. Right, right. To go along with understanding each other. So this friend of mine that I was talking to, um, she gave me permission to be able to share what she told me. But she's not married currently. She's dating someone. But she said they've been dating for several months. And when they first started dating, she said, you know, he was just so thoughtful. He would buy her flowers. He would um, send her a text and just say, 
just wanted you to know I'm thinking about you or send her a text and say I love you or he would call her on the phone and say hey can I take you out tonight and you know it just made her feel so good and she said that's what I fell in love with but she said now none of those things are happening anymore and she feels a loss. She feels a real loss in that relationship. And so I think it's important to understand each other. And I told her, I said, well, are you telling him what you want and what you like and what you need? And I think that's important that we understand each other. Another one of those specific about it. Yeah. Another one of those things of mind reading. We don't want to have to be a mind reader or make the other our spouse be a mind reader if there's something that you enjoy that you miss that you need that you want tell each other so that we can make each other happy yeah sometimes we can only think of uh, the flaws in the other person that we're, we're just completely thinking what are they doing wrong and that's all we look look at is their flaws there can be a lot of danger in that, just looking at the flaws. We, when, it, when you think about it, we all have flaws. I have a lot more than you do, but we do. We all have flaws, and it's easy to look at other people's flaws. There was a story that, uh, that uh, you know, I heard not too long ago, and the lady was looking at the lady's uh, laundry next door. It was hanging on a clothesline. And she kept saying to her husband every every morning, she'd say, that neighbor of ours, look at her laundry. It looks so filthy. Do I need to go teach her how to how to do Clean her clothes. do her laundry? Because she just doesn't get it. And every morning she just got more and more frustrated with this neighbor because her laundry looked disgustingly dirty. And then one day she came out and she looked through the window and she said, Honey, look, the neighbor finally figured out how to do her laundry. Look how clean it looks. And her husband says, I actually wash the windows. <laughs> and it's really true. We sometimes need to wash our windows so that we can see clearly and see that sometimes the flaws are our flaws, not our spouse's flaws or somebody else's flaws. But, but it's our flaws. Look in the mirror and see our flaws and then work on those things don't be so quick to try and fix somebody else try and fix yourself Mm -hmm. i like that anyway we have a special treat today we have our daughter caitlin and her husband cade and they're going to tell us how they have learned to compromise in their marriage they uh, just got married about a year and three months is is that correct? Three a year and three months ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you you remembered her your anniversary? I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've uh, you've I, remembered I, I, each I, other's birthdays during the last year. I celebrate big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she took me to Red Lobster this year. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, meant a lot. Nice. She, she hates seafood, so. That was good. Oh, good job. I asked for a steak. You can always get chicken fingers if you need to, right? That goes along with compromise. That, yeah, there you go. Compromise. <laughs> exactly what we're talking about today. So we, uh, we've we asked them to share with us 
some of the things that they've done over the years to compromise and to give to one another. It's, it's a compromise even if you've been married a few months or when you're dating, you have to compromise. So what have you guys done to compromise in your in your marriage? And to make sure you're not misunderstanding each other too. Um, I would say, I think you guys said that you talked about this earlier, but um, a really big phrase that I feel like we live by is mean what you say and say what you mean. Um, as you guys know, I'm not a super big confrontational person. You probably won't know how I'm feeling simply because I don't really like to share it, I feel like. Unless I'm really comfortable with you, I probably won't really say how I'm feeling. Um, unless I need to, but, like, usually I don't. Um, and I usually say what's on my mind pretty pretty easily. Mm-hmm. That's why I try not to get confrontational with Cade. <laughs> <laughs> Cade's actually really easy to get along yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, he is. So, so how have you juggled that? helped our marriage a ton like I feel like it's flourished a ton this past year um like I feel like we never fight like, we've never fought we've we'll like talk things through we're very like I feel like we're I don't know we don't really fight but like if we need to talk things through we'll like talk reasonably yeah it doesn't help if uh you know if we were ever to raise our voices because that would escalate the situation more than it probably would need to be Mm -hmm. and so we figure it's just better to calmly talk about it Mm -hmm. but yeah I feel like we've kind of like this is what I said like it's a huge phrase that we live by because you know I'd be like doing the dishes and I think you guys talked about this a little bit but I'd be doing the dishes and Kate would be like oh do you want some help and I'm like oh no it's fine and then I would start getting, like, a little bit frustrated. I was like, oh, like, why isn't he jumping in to help, you know? And then I would I would see that she was frustrated, but I didn't know what she was frustrated about because I already asked her like if she help. needed help. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, simple things like that. Like, I – and it goes along with, like, mind reading, too. It's like, oh, like, why doesn't he think this or that? But, like – so we started, like, implementing this in our marriage, and it has helped a ton. Like, I think we both did it a little. I did it a lot more <laughs> than you. But, like, I think it's helped a lot. Yeah, I think we've talked to each other on it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Caitlin's helped me to express my opinion in a little bit of a nicer way. Not as blunt as I used to. So, <laughs> I, no, I, I think it's awesome that uh, she's helped me realize that because that's also helped me with other situations that I've been in. Well, it sounds like you've talked about it instead of just let things build up or maybe that happened a time or two and you learn from your lesson that mm-hmm. just uh, steaming up and letting things boil over, you've been able to uh, talk it out and mm-hmm. talking it well, out and letting each and like other know what you that, feel like. Something that I love about Cade is... If there's ever any, like, anything that I, like, I don't know, like, need, feel like it needs to be corrected or anything that, like, I don't really know, like, the way to say it, but, like, 
say I didn't like something that he did and I like tell him in a nice way something that I love is like that you always take that in and like truly try to do better and I feel like that has I feel like we both try that but like you're really really good at it like you're very like thoughtful of oh like I was doing that and you like take everything in you to like change so instead of blowing up and making a big to do where she doesn't no I didn't because if you do that, then you don't trust telling your, your spouse that you're feeling the way that you're feeling because you know they're going to react in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make sure that she knows that I'm willing to um, try to become more Christ-like and a, a better husband for her. And so that's why I always try to um, accept what whatever's going on and try mm-hmm. to do better. I feel like you do the same as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I, I think we take our marriage very seriously too. So we're willing to change anything pretty much. And I think that helps us become better people because if you're aware of what you're doing wrong, like you're probably doing it to other people. And that is a really good way to like take that in and kind of make a compromise and become a better person, I think. Yeah, I love that. So I have another question. You guys are pretty newly married. So what would you say to somebody that is getting married soon or maybe they've been married a short time? And as you know, there's a few little, uh, little, I guess, little waves that you have to overcome when you first get married. So what are some of those things that you could tell somebody that's getting married soon or has been married a short time? Um, I think something that we do that I feel like is always helped is um, if we're in a, ever in a situation where we've um, gotten on, on each other's nerves, um, we'll, we'll still tell each other that we love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like that's ever something that uh, one of us has said and the other person said, oh man, I... I'm not going to say it back right now. Mm -hmm. It's something that we've always um, said, I love you. And um, I know for me, that's, that's helped a lot um, in compromising because I know that whatever we do, it's out of love. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not out of bitterness or hatred towards one another. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like when we compromise, it's out of love. Mm Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, any any last words you want to say? Um, I would just want to add on to that, like for the newlyweds. Um, I feel like because like so like we are part of the Church of Jesus Christ, the Latter Day Saints. So we are told, um, like we aren't supposed to have any sexual relations or anything like that, like before marriage, and so clearly like we weren't living together like we weren't together 24 7 um and I mean even if you're married like you still go to work and stuff but like right when you get home your spouse is usually home with you um but I think like there's gonna be like a lot of things I feel like you don't like you didn't know the other person did kind of but I think a lot of those things like you should just look past like unless you need to talk about it like I think just don't and learn how to like love 
how they are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you don't need to, like, bring up and change every little thing about your spouse. Like, you just... Nitpick them? Yeah, like, you just... I don't know, like, I feel like I love everything about you. Like, I don't need to, like... I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> well, I, I think, I think Cade's Kate. pretty great. <laughs> I can yeah, see why you like him. <laughs> and I'm a dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I think... There's, like, things that may or may not... Like, I don't really feel like we got on each other's nerves. I don't... Like, not very much. Like, there are, like, little things. But, like... Like, I think... Um, I don't know. And, like, and maybe when you about, first meet, you think the other one... You know, they look perfect, and it's the person you fall in love with, and it's usually uh, the looks or something about them. Maybe their personality, their smile, whatever it is. It draws you in, and then you get married, and you understand that they they have flaws, just like you have yeah. flaws. Everybody has mm-hmm. flaws, so you have to look mm-hmm. look past each other's flaws, and uh, yeah. and move on, and realize none of us are perfect. We all we all are learning and growing and making mistakes along the way. Have mm-hmm. to be forgiving of one another. And we've both, we've been raised in different homes, and so we do things differently, and so you just kind of learn together. Yeah, they're not together. really, like, bad things, I wouldn't say. Like, everyone, I feel like it was, like, like, you grew up one way, I grew up another way. Yeah. So you have to, like, learn how to, like, grow together mm-hmm. through two different homes and stuff. But I thought it was really cute. So, Cade, um, he's, I feel like you're an introvert, kind of, like, mm-hmm. Cade really likes his alone time or like naps and stuff um but it was cute we were some friends and um he was like like we got done he's like oh I like I feel like what did you say like you feel like your alone time is with me mm-hmm. like I don't know like for an introvert I feel like you would want your own alone time but like Kate likes to be with me Yay. Like during his long time. Well, and I'd say if you feel like that way and 33 years from now you feel that way, you're doing the right thing. But that that's music to our ears as your parents. Yeah, to, I love it. To know that mm-hmm. the time that you enjoy the most is the time that you spend together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go. by the way, Cade may be an introvert, but... Man, that guy can dance like no oh, other. Oh, boy. If we could have a video, maybe we'll be doing YouTube videos at some point. And, uh, oh, man, Kate, he's got Kate the moves. Can get his dance moves on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a good dancer. Oh, thank you, guys. I can, I can see why you married him, Caitlin. Just for yeah, the dance cute. moves. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys. We, we, we think the world of you, and thanks for loving each other and making it easy to be your parents we we're we're grateful for you and for the great people you are so Proud keep up you. the good work thanks and thanks Thank for you. taking time tonight to to be with us yeah, yeah of course well that should about do it for this time around we want you to know that we want your ideas we take what we do seriously we we aren't making money off this. I may wonder what's uh, what's in it for us and absolutely nothing. We want to help everyone enjoy being married. It's really, really important to us. Yeah, we really do love being married. And I've had people say to me, oh, you guys are an, an anomaly. Like people just aren't like that. 
but we want to help you learn how to love being married too. So if you have some ideas, something that maybe you're struggling with or maybe you need some help with, send us a line at howtolovebeingmarried at gmail.com. That's howtolovebeingmarried at gmail.com. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast or just have some ideas you want us to share, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep your information as anonymous as you'd like. Just put that in your email, what you'd like us to share and how you'd like us to share it, and we'd be happy to do that. Yeah. So in the meantime, we hope you all love, love being, being married. married.